Whether you're buying a new car, a used car, or refinancing your current car, FedChoice Federal Credit Union could help save you money. FedChoice makes buying a car so easy that you can do everything right from your smartphone or on a computer. Become a member today and you can take advantage of their great rates and financing options. Find out more at FedChoice.org. That's FedChoice.org. Membership open to federal employees, including contractors and their families. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, insured by NCUA. Patrick, we're great. What's going on? A lot. I, you, I mean, you're booking yourself on podcasts. I mean, look at you. You're like, I'm, I mean, I'm you're like, becoming like a real podcaster. We're, we're, we're like in demand. <laughs> Me and you. We're in demand. Okay. Okay. By the way, um, look like you had fun at your uh Bridal shower. I was up in Maine. I had my bridal shower this past weekend. Who's um, the really good-looking guy you were hugging? The older gentleman. Is oh, that your uncle? That's my uncle. Yes, yeah. he's widowed. You know, oh, no. that he oh, was with yes. my um, other uncle for like thirty-three years, and then my uncle passed away from Alzheimer's right. oh. um, a couple months ago. He's so sharp dresser, newly single, sharp dresser. So you know, I mean, we've just like grown up. It with just uncle looked George. like a backyard. Oh, completely as you saw. Like, it's a complete (laughs) backyard hoedown. It's completely spiraled from a civil bridal shower to, like, drunken shenanigans. Um, My mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law was there who... um, Very nice. Very sweet, you know. Um, But then my family got into these, like, anti-vax conversations and all this stuff. So I was like, oh, my God. My future mother-in-law, who, by the way, is like a, you know, criminal defense attorney, like, pretty by the book. I think mortified, but she's very, she never say anything. She's never meddles in your life. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good for and, a mother-in-law. Yeah. It's exactly. No, yeah. She, oh no. She's completely like, I don't think she would ever say much ever unless it was like extreme. So she's conservative. Um, and, no, and, and he's very liberal, right? No, I'd say she's just very literal, you know, like, yeah, black uh, and white. you know, an attorney's. Yeah, I got it. We need Decipio here. He understands, you know, they're like, well, that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> he does need okay, to come well, back you, though. Decipio. No, he know. definitely adds an element to our podcast for sure. Right. Well, you know, attorneys like they know the fine details. We that, need more guests. We, we, need, we need to start book. You need to get on booking here. Okay. Uh, who do you booking. want me to book? Com. Everybody. I always suggest you go. No, I'm going to suggest someone else. All right. No, we're going to start booking. This show is about you. You tell me yeah, who you okay. what it is. You tell me no who you want to No wonder I have 50 listeners a week. <laughs> I know. It's all about who you want to book as guests. Although I did just read yesterday that if you even have 300 listeners per week, they consider it a successful podcast. Oh, yeah. Do you know the average? It's like 12, year, 12 listeners. Like, it's so low. It's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you're averaging, like, 300, the fact that you have yeah. 50, you're probably in the 90th percentile. No, we actually have more than that. I was joking. We have we pro- we have about 300 downloads a week. That Patrick, that's enormous. Maybe more. Some Look at weeks. you. I mean, your podcast division here is, like, doing great. Yeah, the missing, I know, and we'll get to the, right, but the uh, our missing pieces series has had almost a million downloads. That is amazing. No, I know. It really is. That is amazing. Like, and that's, that's combined, Sorry, right? you need to start selling it for us because our sales team can't sell it. Okay, are you like okay? This is like a whole other conversation, but I'm serious. I, I will. Know. You need to be our because you know I'm like Pot- legit monetizing. Mine. I know you need to be our podcast. Like I'm making cash. Okay, we're gonna work out a deal. For re- and I've actually been thinking about this that I want to open two percent of everything you could sell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. Two percent. Okay, we're really talking about that because I've actually been thinking okay. about that. 
Anyway, moving on. So we anyway, Maine was great. You're Maine back. Maine was awesome. It was great. You and your wife looked amazing. You guys were at another Thank LLS you. Another event. LLS event. This was the Man and Women of the Year. $2.8 million raised. Like Steve Chenevy, our main anchor, uh, one of our main anchors, and Corey Coffin, who's also a morning anchor. Uh, they were the MCs. They got tremendous uh, praise for, for their uh, hosting abilities. Uh, it's amazing. So yeah. 24 individuals raised $2.8 million. That is unbelievable. That organization knows how to do it. No, they do. It's you guys great. really do yeah. great work. Thank you. No, it's great. Great cause, great work. Fun night. Very fun. So, by the way, it was the first time. I was, I've been to the wharf in D.C., which is obviously this revitalized area on the waterfront. Uh, and uh, But I had never been in the Anthem, the new concert venue yep. down there. Absolutely. Sp- like, Isn't it gorgeous? Sp- oh, you bet. Yeah, spectacular. Yeah. yeah. What it's a great unreal. venue also because the f- there's no seating. So, you could put tables and the entire floor yeah, was standing open room. Open space. Yeah. So, uh, big stage fantastic acoustics did you guys like go and have drinks anywhere there too because um well so there was a there's a like a vip reception on the second level at the anthem out on the patio which again spectacular amazing it's good to be a vip you know once in a while sarah <laughs> i mean you're always living the life you're ugh, me you're all over you travel well, you got big rings you got like Gunkles. I mean, yeah, actually, you know, I, I can't complain. My life is pretty good. Yeah. I want it to be like a little cushion. Like, I'm not private jet yet. Like, I no. want well, neither am I. a net jet subscription. I just want to. I want you to... can afford the net jet subscription. No. It's like 15 grand a year and then like two or three thousand dollars. You're getting close. I do want a driver, though. I always wanted a driver. With you? Like, yep. although I live in a little townhouse, I don't know where you'd park. <laughs> I'd be like, He'd be, he'd be around the corner, like on the side street. Uh, hey, can you bring? Park down hey, the street, can yeah. you bring the car around? <laughs> yeah, like, you guys have like one parking. Spot. I had no driveway. I had nothing. No, okay. Yeah, okay. like I'll be like, who's this douche asking for his car to be brought around? Yes. Nah. you got to negotiate those. I think does Fox do that anymore for execs? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know this was a comedy special. <laughs> well. Maybe they do for other executives. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. I didn't know that. Sarah, you're, uh, you're making me laugh this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm kind of a funny gal as well, you know? You are. <laughs> <laughs> Always entertaining. Could have used you yesterday on the Hey Frage podcast. You know, the I, principal that was arrested here in D.C. at the strip club wanted your thoughts I, I with would, a service dog. I would have been on. Okay. This is amazing. By the way, he, so he comes up here with a uh, church. A bunch of church yeah, going for students. Catholic school. Yeah. Like holy something or other, right? Holy Hol- farm. Holy child. Yeah, or, something. Know. Not holy child. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting churches in trouble here. Church schools that I don't know the name. Uh, so he puts the kids um, at the hotel with the chaperones and he goes out and takes a service dog, by the way, that to a strip club, gets hammered. <laughs> Then standing in the middle of the road, refusing to pay. How come I'm always out of town when these things happen? Like, this is amazing. Did you guys send a reporter down as soon as you heard this? This story is so good. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. I want to cover I, all your I think, odd... I, I think it ha- happened and like came out after the fact, so probably not. But I, I know we covered the story. We, we tweeted it out. I love it. Like, what's he doing? I want to cover all your bizarre stories. So he had a, he got fired, obviously, or resigned. He resigned. That's what we were saying yesterday in the podcast. Do you think they paid for a slight back? Because they were from Louisiana. I bet they did, actually, yeah. I bet they did. Because it was probably already booked beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then he resigns from everything. He was like part-time sheriff. That's and, kind of... And now we got, you know... DC. Did he really do anything wrong, though? I mean, we got like... The, 
Okay, perhaps poor well, judgment that you're well, on a field trip. Getting drunk on a field trip and not paying. Oh, that's true. The bar tab. Yeah, he didn't want to pay I, the bar I don't tab. know if he's not allowed. You know, he may have a moral clause that he can't go to strip clubs while on a student trip. Principal Camo. I mean, it was like such a... Yeah. Isn't there porn in hotel rooms? Like, just do that. <laughs> like, what's he doing? Different than live action. And how did the dog get involved? Did he bring the dog? I'm that's assuming. what I have questions about. I mean, was the dog... like Maybe the dog was like a sex therapist dog. Like, that's what we also speculated on the podcast. Like, you know... We went into some descriptions that I won't go into. Is he married? Uh, yeah, it seemed like, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, a lot We need to follow up. Um, look, we got to talk some politics. There's lots going on locally here in D.C. Uh, D.C. A- City Council just continues to, when, when, you think, when you think they can't come up with more crazy ideas, well, actually, similar to your Bernie Sanders idea, so... The D.C. Council. They want people to be able to. Apparently they're going to. One of their members is going to put up a bill to allow incarcerated felons to vote. Council member Robert White. Yeah. uh, Thinks that there should be legislation that would apply to all D.C. residents regardless of where they committed the crime or where they're serving the time. Lawmakers to propose voting rights. So I, you know, I know how you feel about this, which you are completely against. One hundred percent against like there's not even a there's not even an argument that i would listen to that would make any case <laughs> for that? incarcerated fel- i'm not talking about when they get out or on probation or parole whatever that's fine I, I could live with that once they serve their time although if they're on probation i still don't think they should be allowed to vote because they haven't completely served their time yet but okay. once they pay their debt to society and they're no longer either incarcerated or on probation, I have no problem with them being reinstated to vote. I think that's a right, and they should have that. But incarcerated? So this guy thinks Darren Wint, who killed an entire family, burned them, burned the house down, bludgeoned them, should be able to vote. That's the question that somebody should ask him. Our reporters, somebody else should ask him. Just like they asked Bernie Sanders if the Boston bombers should be allowed to vote. And I still say today that was the end of his presidential run. I don't know. He dropped eight points in the polls after that. This country is not. You you have to see. I mean, DC is very liberal. Very liberal. Okay, this area is very liberal. And our comments, eighty eight out of ten, no effing way. So wait, we live in a liberal area, but you're saying that people that still don't believe incarcerated. Felons should be allowed to vote. Uh, they were also saying that the National Conference of State Legislators say every state but Vermont and Maine strips voting rights from felons. So voting, so Maine and Vermont, which of course Bernie Sanders, Senator yep. of Vermont, they give some prisoners rights to vote. I mean, why nonviolent you, probably. Okay, so why are you so against that? Because they they committed a crime. They've they've lost their right to vote yeah, but at that point. But they are incarcerated. I mean, they have been stripped of everything. And they should be stripped Plus, of the right to vote. But, I mean, is that, I, I don't know why that's such, like, a, a holding point. So, because they can't make any income. It's very hard for people once they get out of jail to I'm not get saying, a We're job. not talking about getting out. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, they, a big difference. they lose all these rights while they're in jail. Good. Why can't they vote? I mean, that's your constitutional they right. Lo- no, it's not. They lost their right when they committed a crime. So you think we're, this will go nowhere? Uh, well, in D.C., who knows? Because the council is absolutely crazy. So... No, they are. They're they're insane. Like this country, instead of instead of tr- passing legislation that's truly important that can make 
a majority of your citizens' lives better, improve jobs, improve you know, housing. I mean, how many people did we have shot last week in D.C.? 25, 30? Uh, you know, weekend. I was seeing some and of the And it continues. Tweets. And this is the legislation we're worried about? So let so so we have people shooting up young people. We had a 15-year-old honor student killed about a week ago. And this is what they're worried about. So let's let the guy who shot a 15-year-old vote. That's what their concern is? This guy's a fool. Well, a complete fool. I mean, I'm assuming that obviously Robert White, this isn't the only thing they're bringing up. It, no, yeah, I'm I guess sure they they're... could chew gum. Well, I'm not sure they could chew gum and do something else at the same time, to be <laughs> honest with you. I mean, I think crime, they're always trying to work on crime. And it ebbs and but flows. But let me ask you a question. What's the point of this? There's no point. There's no point. Well, okay, Other I than making a... a political statement, right? What's right. the point? Like, do the Democrats need votes that bad in D.C.? No, I don't think so. You're right. What is the motive? What's what, the motive? What's the motive behind it? It's politics. It's to get some press. It's to be more progressive than the next. It's to be more left-wing than the next. Uh, it's like these an, abortion bills. You may bills. have a good point. Crazy. I, I, I mean, this is on both sides. These abortion bills that are being passed are lunacy. Utter lunacy. Six weeks? You don't even know you're pregnant at six weeks, most people. And they're going to tell you you can now. Conversely, the Illinois bill that just is, or it's on. I think it's on the governor's desk. I'm not sure it's been signed yet. Where you could, you could terminate a pregnancy up until like literally it's born. Yeah, that's crazy too. Where, like everything's extremes now in this country. Everything on both sides. It's out of control. Um, do you think? It's and the country ex- doesn't think like that. I don't believe most of the most of the people no, in this I, country. I I actually agree with you. I 100. percent When I go back to Maine, I am reminded. Of that all the time. No, it's... I, I. And I think that most people that live in the Midwest, like obviously we talk about coastal elites, but I think... The radical right... I'm sorry to interrupt. No, go the ahead. The radical right and the money behind them and the radical left and the money behind them are funding and pushing these, these bills, this legislation. They're pushing the fundraising and they're using these other politicians... There's, you know, as puppets to 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 further their agenda, and it's a small facet of of people, but yet they have a lot of money, powerful voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Kristen uh, Gildebrand, I believe you're, pre- you know, sh- uh, running for for president. So the NRA had enough of her lunacy, you know, because she's been coming out against NRA, NRA, NRA in the last several weeks. Called them like awful names the other night on her town hall on Fox News. So they released a letter, letters, that she sent the NRA saying, I'm going to work with you. I'm for, like, all these gun rights. I don't think you should take guns away. I don't think there should be certain waiting. All this. So they literally sent the letter out. Those were letters that she had wrote to them prior. Yeah, Yeah. when she was a congresswoman. I agree. You know, it actually, it was interesting to me. It was like you had tweeted about the Breakfast Club had Elizabeth Warren on. And yeah. they were really pressing about her oh, yeah. whole... He did a great job. How do you pronounce his name? Char- Charlemagne? Charlemagne. Yeah, Charlemagne um, and DJ Envy. They were basically really grilling her about this whole, you know, is she Native American? Which it came out, she's what, like 2%? I mean, like some ridiculous No percent. That, like point zero zero one two percent And, you know, I just... I'm more Native her, American. I, it was so bad. I thought to myself, boy, that is like someone who basically took... 
you know, she claims that was just always what she had been told by her family, you know. But I agree with you. I think it came off completely yeah. insincere. I think it came off as she tried to use that, even she though she says that she never received any free college. She never, you know, got it's any benefits from it. to watch the Democrats now start turning on each other, the presidential candidates in particular, because you look at a woman like Elizabeth Warren, who basically has promised everything. And now people are calling her out saying, wait a second. Oh, I, I Yo, yeah. You're, basically, you're saying you're going to make everyone's lives better. It's not going to happen. No, I think it's very You're not going to pass every bill. It's very disingenuous. Let's talk about some specific policies. You know, and this is where I go back to Joe Biden. The media, when I say the media, I'm talking about certain mainstream liberal media. And certainly, I think a majority of the Democratic Party, the ones that lean more left, do not want Joe Biden. But I personally think he's doing it right. He's keeping quiet. He's not running around saying impeachment. He's not running around promising all these crazy pieces of legislation. He's picked a few. I think immigration being one of them. And um, I think transgender um, LBGTQ rights. Okay. Workplace rights. Okay. He's picked a few key issues. I just, I, I think he's done it. I think he's done it so far right. I, you know, correctly, I should say. Yeah, I am with you. I mean, I think someone like that is a moderate voice, or you know, I think the more that this craziness on both sides happens, it just will re- lead to Trump being reelected because I think people love that he doesn't really abide we'll by the rules. I, 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 if the economy is strong, he gets reelected. If not, then who knows. Yeah, then Joe Biden could, then it's could up win. For, it's but up for that was an interesting interview that you did um, retweet, and I went and watched it with um, the Breakfast Club with yeah. Elizabeth Warren. But I, I feel like she's just a non-player, don't you think? I mean, I think they they've had every presidential candidate on or offered. Well, she's a sitting senator. She certainly has a voice. I mean, she's what ten, eleven percent in the polls, nine percent in the polls. So she's there. She's I think around double digits. She's a player. She's not going to get the nomination. Sure. And she's certainly not going to be chosen as a vice president. Right. So um, I think she's using the platform to, to, to further an agenda. Her own, yeah, yeah her which own is agenda. fine. Um, all right, let's talk locally. Obviously, the massacre at Virginia Beach was, you know, just devastating, shocking. Uh, 12 people dead. We're sort of learning. 13 now. 13 now. Um, we're learning a little bit more about the shooter. But what were your, you know, your thoughts on that? It was again, you know horrific incident so i'm conflicted on these you know i'm certainly i'm pro second amendment uh i think there should be certain restrictions i can't stand when the politicians come out right after and use it to further the anti-gun gun legislation agenda without without putting anything forward into what they mean by that so when they say we need gun legislation or anti-gun legislation or what are they talking about? Like, explain to me what they're, the, the guns were purchased legally. Clearly the guy was. Silencer. You know, the, the big thing was the silencer issue okay. where people were like, where is it coming? You know, once you have that, it's there, there's no reason. For, there's no reason for silencers. I agree with that. Yeah, but that was legally purchased. No, what I'm saying is I think there's, but. But tell me what you mean when you say gun reform. What does that mean? You can't just say gun reform. They want you to not be able to. They want essentially the universal background check applies to all 50 states. So right now they don't all communicate. And they want you not to be able to. Again, legally, you can go on 
and a lot of states sell your guns oh. through Craigslist, through a you know in Maine they have I, something I, called. I think most of those policies are reasonable. Yeah, but they why haven't they passed? Well, your friends at the NRA. Well. Maybe, they don't want partly. that. They don't want more. They don't want, you know, government I th- I th- more in your business. But it's like, hello, you can't. The fact that if you're a private gun collector, you can be selling to anybody in men, in some states without them doing a background check or at a gun show is crazy. Here's what I want. Although gun shows Here's what I want to know. Out of all the mass shootings we've had, let's look at them all. Let's look at the last 10, 15 of them, right? And say, what legislation in what state could we pass that would have prevented? Is there any? Well, in bump stocks, which Trump did. Oh, well, um, Trump did. Ban. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that was great for that yeah. Trump did that. Got no credit for it, but yeah, he did. Very little, yeah. Very little. Right. Well, it's hard. You know, it's hard. Here, here's what I say. And again, I'm, I'm not an expert, but I think high capacity... Uh, AR-15 rifles. Whatever, you, you know, that's a misleading name. But yes, high capacity rifles. There should be a longer waiting period. You should have to register the gun and have to go through a serious, very serious background check. There's no reason you need that weapon overnight or within a week. None. So it should get registered and clear. Yeah. Universal background checks, fine. Um, high capacity anything high capacity silencers bump stocks all that stuff should be regulated for sure um and i do think that certain states you know the the uh, straw sales or whatever you want to call them should be certainly either eliminated or there should be a better process to keep track of how guns are exchanging hands after that well i mean after that there's a mental health issue in this country too i mean you know we don't like I mean, this is where Listen, I hate both you know, sides too. You, you know, you, you do. You have people on the right who come right out after. Well, it was purchased legally. Well, okay. Other countries don't have these issues. Now, you know, the the cat's been let out of the bag in this country. There are so many illegal weapons. There's so many guns out there to to kind of bring that all back in is never going to happen. So right. I think you have to pass legislation that strongly strongly maintains the second amendment but also has restrictions and other um, mechanisms to protect individuals uh so well it's a a tough one i mean in Dwayne craddock according he was the shooter who police ended up killing in a shootout in virginia beach but you know i mean it's hard to say right his neighbors were like look he didn't give any indication his he resigned you know abruptly they they didn't know exactly why he resigned so i mean there's clearly some mental 99.9 percent of the people who own guns legally yeah are fine they're they're law-abiding citizens but what do you, I mean, I don't think, unless we really address mental health issue, I think you're just going to continue to have these. I think it's mental health. I think you have to be careful about passing Second Amendment legislation that restricts, restricts citizens' ability to, uh, that doesn't hurt law-abiding citizens when there's all these illegal guns out there as well. So I, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not. But to your point, I think I think there could be some legislation that 
that gets passed, and there should be. Yeah. Um, all right, let's also talk to you. You had been tweeting about um, the DOJ inspector general and ex-FBI official um, leaking sensitive information. I thought this article was really interesting because uh, it seems like the FBI has become buddy-buddy with press, receiving yeah. trips, tickets to... Um, sporting events and therefore leaking high-level information it's interesting to me that and i'm not going to get into all the issues but just big picture it's interesting to me that when trump is being investigated and still is you know the senator warners of the world and you know adam Schiff's of the world they were okay with getting all leaked information they wanted full transparency they wanted this that the other thing now, Attorney General Barr is investigating the FBI and where the investigation started, the root, the root reason for the investigation starting, Strzok and Page and their, and their relationship and this, this what appears to be an anti-Trump sentiment out of the, you know, right out of the gate. We got to, you know, oh my God, this guy won. And now they're all freaked out. Oh, that's not his job. And this is political. It's great when they want transparency on one end and you know and and right. now that it's kind of turned and looking inward at them potentially at them um and listen no well, one's saying the FBI's bad but they had some bad apples in this thing right Comey turned out to be like say what you want but he had an agenda and certainly and, well, after he was like fired Andrew he even McCabe, had McCabe, you know, McCabe Schrock, Page that they're, they are anti-Trump. There's something they're, there. Yeah, they're, they're fairly anti-Trump. And this Washington Examiner article paints that picture anyway. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know what's there. Maybe he'll find nothing. I mean, Barr's come out and said he doesn't think anything was done, like, treasonous by any means. Okay. But clearly, there were individuals that had other agendas who worked for the DOJ at high levels. I mean, sorry, the FBI at high levels. Mm -hmm. And clearly were steering things against Trump. There's no other way to put it. And then the question is, you, I'm sure that a lot of that information was leaked to, the, and I'm not accusing them, but th those who you see on TV every day, right? Yeah. Or the Washington Post or this or that, maybe they don't want to be implicated. Right. So it's interesting how transparency, transparency, transparency until it's looking at them and now... It doesn't appear they want full transparency. Um, any? Like, do you have any other? You know, we keep seeing more impeachment stuff on and off about. It's not happening. Trump. I, I keep praising Pelosi on Twitter and to, uh, she's the smartest person in the room most of the time. She understands strategy. She understands fundraising. And she clearly, clearly understands the political landscape. She knows impeachment is a disaster for the Democratic Party. It will take away from their agenda. It'll take away from the presidential candidate's message. It'll take away from anything they want to try to accomplish. It'll take away from their attacks on Trump. Right. It's, it's going nowhere. It probably won't even pass the House, even though they have the majority. It certainly won't go anywhere in the Senate. You need like 75 senators, I believe. Yeah. You're never going to even get close. So it's a political stunt. Right. By the way, he hasn't been charged convicted accused of anything yeah <sighs> no you're right so what are we impeaching him for beat um, him it's amazing to me how they're so afraid to just beat him in 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 17 months well because yeah, we see this. i mean we talk about this we we kind of bring this back to whether it was clinton or i mean that's 
to some extent politics like you know they get along sort of but then they're always angling it's always like muddy and dirty well listen, you know that's sort of politics i mean clinton was found by these by the special counsel to be guilty of several crimes or guilty of certainly was he i don't remember that well li- lying in an investigation and i mean Clint, he lied directly in the investigation so he was impeached and listen and that went nowhere and he got right. more popular yeah, he did get married. right. He was reelected after that. Yeah, and I don't believe he should have been impeached. Right. So, and listen, say what you want about the Clintons; they've been investigated over and over again. And, and I and get, nothing's and, really, and I get yeah, that's nothing's. that's par for the course for being a president or a Clinton or whatever. Well, not really for the Obamas. I mean, they've been pretty amazing. Um, the Bushes, they even had that. I, I just it seems I like just, Trump. I just, the Clintons, I just look at maybe there's some. I look uh, at what like you know Trump's in London right now, and or you know in England. And, you know, London, you know, him and the mayor are having a, a battle. London has these big, you know, blow up dolls of him on the toilet and tweeting. And, you know, it's kind of funny, right? It's an SNL skit for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but, they, but, they but do the at the same time, I, I'm like, London's a mess. San Francisco's a mess. L.A.'s a mess. Homelessness. Drugs. Like this dirty like when, when does anyone look inward at at their own like you know I, london is i don't london think is it. not in a good place right now <laughs> all of england is sort of yeah but i feel like that's every time you know that's i guess when bush went there i mean come on i mean all the years that bush went there he had shoes thrown at him i mean they were they had him his head on a stick i, I mean yeah. that's again like to me i I mean, I know you like to defend Trump like no, around these things, no, but it's listen, like, Trump's okay, cr- that's politics. Trump is, uh, I'm not defending him. I'm defending the presidency. What I'm saying yeah, is. that's part of the presidency. You should be able to protest a president yeah, at yeah, any I time. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, we're not like, I mean, you're, you're like a little dictator here. I mean, you're like, you don't want, <laughs> you, know, like, you don't want anyone out there protesting him. Maybe I'm different. I didn't agree with Obama's policies, but I people just, totally protested him but as well. I, I, yeah, listen, protesting is part of what we do, and that's our right. But I was always, I, I, I never wanted Obama to fail, ever. Well, that was that's good. All right. I, yeah. Well, look, like we talked just about, didn't. I mean, I think you have a point. I think many people have a point. I think the tide is changing a little bit. Uh, for the first two years, I think people were unhinged about Trump for many, many reasons. But um, but I, I think you're seeing a lot of that, like, yeah, maybe. dissipating. Don't you? I mean, I think to me now know. it's getting back to, like, well, it seems like in the I mean, media, George W. Bush, come on. It doesn't and seem Donald like Rumsfeld, in the media, those people doesn't were totally seem, dragged. It doesn't seem like many of the media are giving him a pass on anything. You know, Van Jones has come out said he's great for uh, let's go criminal back, justice. Let's go back to the Virginia shooting for a him. second. I will say what was sad. We had 13 people killed in a mass shooting in Virginia Beach. And I think it was in the news cycle for maybe 36 hours. Agreed. I was I was thinking it's funny you bring that up. We're I was thinking back the to the Mueller thing. report leaking Jared Kushner Palestinian policy. Like it was and I know you have to cover all that stuff. I think it's a sta- sad state of affairs for both the media and our country that mass shootings, two, two separate issues, mass shootings should not be commonplace that they're out of the news cycle for the most part in, in tw- 12 hours or 24 hours. Second of that, 
I think we have to prioritize what the American people really want to know about. And what do you think that is? Well, I'm saying I think they probably want to know more about the Virginia shooting and what happened there versus, you know, another story on the Mueller report. And is Bob Mueller going to testify? And is Trump going to be impeached? And is Jared Kushner or, you know, the leaked audio from Pompeo? Or, like, I think we've lost our priorities on what the American people really are interested in. And it's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that no, that's a fascinating take because I did think it didn't seem like this this Virginia Beach shooting, it got a lot of attention on Friday, maybe into Saturday morning, but then that was it. it I mean, really, because now, I mean, our, our which, which news is sad, outlets covering which is it a lot. I, I, I mean, agree. It, it, you know, if, if shootings like that are becoming commonplace. It's, yeah, why are we know, not we're, we're, cycling through? Um, you had a great promo come out yes. for uh, your 4 p.m., <laughs> uh, which we were firing, sh- you know, shots fired. I love yeah. it. Like, this is good. It's good, right? Yes, it's a good, healthy I'm competition. Sure, I'm sure Channel 4 didn't think so, but it was well, fun. Tell us about, for people who haven't maybe so seen the promo we have, running, we're, tell la- us what we're launching a 4 o'clock news okay. on July 8th, which is not unique to the market, both. The ABC affiliate and Channel 4, the NBC affiliate in the market, are are already in the 4 o'clock news business. Okay. Um, so we came up with a cute promo, a uh, little dramatic music, you know, uh, drone footage awesome of drone the in- entire D.C. area. And it said, uh, 4 is going to get owned by Fox 5. Obviously, we were the 4 had two meanings. One the 4 p.m. time period is going to get owned by us and obviously a little shot or competitive shot at, at Channel 4, yeah. who, by the way, does a fantastic job, right? right. They're a very, very good television station. Um, so it was a little jab, fun jab, but it was interesting to see the, you know, and then Channel well, how 4. How react? Would they say, yeah. Would... I think most people thought it was great. Okay. Um, I didn't hear anything from Channel 4. Okay. <laughs> so I, but to give them credit, they came out the next day you know, they had a very, you know, they were, they had a strong quote. We don't follow sweeps here, but they had a strong May book. Okay. Uh, sweeps, whatever you want to call it. And they came out with a promo saying all the time periods that they were number one. And clearly it was a shot back at us. Sure. So it was great. It was fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like well, you know, what's interesting is like, you know, you see the, these Hollywood stars and sports stars and they all throw shade at each other and it's, it's fun and it's done in jest and yet we do it and it's like, <gasps> Oh my God! You can't do that. Like really? Like we're like you're was, competitors. A, we're competitors. Yeah. B, it was. I think say anything negative yeah, about it. Wasn't like, it wasn't like, like a. It, yeah. was, it was a fun promo. It wasn't like a nasty campaign where you not like put all. up pictures of management and you were like not, trash. Not at all. It was. It was. <laughs> it was cute. It was fun. It you know set the stage. And um, so, okay, so the launch let, is on four o'clock. Let the best station win, right? Yeah, made the best station win. Right. Yeah. So it went really well, generating some buzz. It generated a lot of buzz. It got articles in most of the trades. Okay. Um, people were tweeting about it. Um, so yeah, it was good. That's what I want, right? Yeah. I mean, mission accomplished. Mission so accomplished. So July. What is it? July eighth. July eighth. And no, I cannot announce who the anchors are yet. Sorry. Oh my God. Every. We wait for Next this. week, you'll know. Okay, great. Are you going to announce it on this pod? You guys will probably announce it before that. Probably before that, if okay. things go well. But um, oh, I like. I'll, gi- I'll give you the exclusive. Excellent! I can't wait. Yeah, I want to know all the things that potentially almost didn't go well. 
that will be off the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else? I know, you know, we're, we always, uh, you know, try to keep the pot around 30 um, minutes, but uh, yeah. there's tons of stories so, you know, that we didn't get we're, to. But we're building the new location. So actually heading to Raleigh tomorrow Okay. to uh, look at a station down there who is very kind to let us bring some of our folks down there. Okay. They they are p- very strong station in Raleigh and they, um, W-R-A-L. All right. To, you know, to, to name them. And um, very, very, uh, you know, generous, cordial to allow us to come down, look at some of their studios. You're getting studio ideas. Yeah, getting studio ideas. Yeah. Uh, RAL is one of those stations in the country that is always on the cutting edge of technology, oh, cool. content creation, and uh, they do a great job. And um, they were very, very kind to have us uh, come down, which is great. Oh, my God. Well, that'll be awesome. All right. Yeah, so we're, we're moving full steam ahead okay. on the relocation. What else? Well, there's tons of other stories we didn't get to. You know, you had uh, also tweeted about Jordan McNair, who um, was the Maryland student uh, athlete who had passed away. There was a lot of um, that story has generated a ton of stuff. It ended with the the result of the resignation of the president. Then he sort of came back. back, Yeah. So it's it's just been a huge mess. um, That whole how it unfolded. But what were your further thoughts? Well, so and again, I I don't know the all the details. So we could talk about this next week. Uh, but apparently the athletic director who was the previously had been liaison for the football team, then became athletic director during the summer after Jordan had passed, um, is, is apparently either holding or refusing to release a ton of emails related to this, which is not good. It's a public institution funded by taxpayer money. Uh, he should be forced to release those emails, I believe, uh, as part of the investigation. Um, and they even came out, you know, the president came out and they accepted, you know, they admitted fault. They admitted blame. Yeah, they which admitted was, blame, which right away, which right also away. makes you think what else is going on here. Yeah, hey, I, I'm a skeptic. You know, I, unfortunately, I tend to be a skeptic in these. It's like the woman who was lost. We talked about for oh, 17 yeah, days. Yeah, you wanted to. Well, you know, now that. she but, was still lost. I'm okay. still skeptical of the story. I know that sounds Amanda awful, Eller. but apparently she came out and apologized. So she she said something to the effect on Friday after she was rescued and a few days had passed that um, the silver lining of it was that it was a spiritual. Uh, it turned out to be a spiritual retreat or vent whatever words she okay, used spiritual journey journey and they're like wait a second we had well, we had people looking for you volunteers spent a f- ton of money and you're saying it was a spiritual journey but she's basically apologizing for that statement saying it was irresponsible she and should she but what does it really it mean did she truly want to go on a spiritual journey did she purposely get lost? I still find it impossible that someone's gone for 17 days. She says, "I re- this is a quote, I realized that I was irresponsible, that I should have had my cell phone with me, that I should have had some water she with me. She didn't take water, cell phone, nothing. Some kind Stop. of preparatory tools that you bring with you when you're going hiking. Ellison. I take a water down here for the podcast. <laughs> Never mind on a freaking hike in Hawaii. I take water downstairs. Uh, the 35-year-old, of course, left her cell phone, other belongings in her car, said that she set out on a three-mile hike on May 8th, but became disoriented after stopping to meditate about halfway through. She spent hours trying to find her way back to her car, but continued in the wrong direction. Okay. For 17 days. She says she was not under the influence of any substance yeah, at the okay. time, and it was not my intention to be so casual about safety, she said. 
So wait, that doesn't seem like she's admitting any of it. I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying I still find, I don't. You don't believe this no, story? I don't. I'm going to go on record right now. I don't believe. Wow. There's something. I'm not saying she didn't get law. I, there's something else. Her your, intent was not. There was something else going on here. What's your, and what was It's your, been a bad couple weeks. All kidding. Like. In all on, seriousness. On, in all seriousness. We've had um, a woman in, I believe, the Dominican Republic was pummeled. Beat, oh my God. Brutally beaten. Supposedly uh, at a five-star raped, resort. Potentially yeah. raped. Back in January. And now the story's just coming out. So there's there's a lot there. I don't a lot know. of people allege that it's her husband, though. That well, this is a okay, cover I'm just up. saying. There's something okay. going on there. Then you had a couple from Maryland who was found dead in their hotel room Young. in the Dominican. Yeah. Like in their 50s. Right? And now there's another couple from the United States. Young couple who was in Fiji yesterday who was found dead in their hotel room. Of a mysterious virus, allegedly. Right. That's bananas. So All what the it, places I, I want to go. And people are getting... The one, girl got her her arm ripped off, or leg ripped off, above the knee from the shark in North Carolina, where I have a house, by the way. And so <laughs> I tweeted yesterday, I will never go into the ocean again, ever. Like, there's no point. I will stick to pools. Okay. Like what's coming? Well, what's yeah, going on? The shark on? doesn't really equate to what's going on in the Dominican and Fiji. I mean, those things could potentially have foul play. I mean, I'm never going away like, again. Okay. Oh my God, this is where you like <laughs> lose me. You like become like so. Like, no, I'm not traveling. Uh, why? North Carolina in here. This that's is it. just the latest media story. Guess what? I guarantee this week they'll find another person in Mexico with a mysterious virus. This stuff happens all the time. Now it's just the flavor du jour. Okay. It really is. It is. It is. It's the media. It's what they do. They find like a storyline and then it, you know, then it goes off, goes scary. crazy. It's scary. It's not scary. The chances of this happening are one in one billion. This is where you become like crazy conspiracy. You're out on your porch, yeah, you know, waving it. your stick at the kids. Like, come by, on. By the way, last <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yes. Are you, on, are you on next door? Next door. Like in your neighborhood, the next door app? No, I'm not. You should join. Okay, why? It's pure entertainment. People are insane. And they just report next door. They just no, report like what's going on. In they your report everything. There's a neighbor who is complaining there should be a, a noise pollution ordinance and contractors shouldn't be allowed to work on Sundays. Agreed. Because it's yeah. Deck, it's I want to sit on my deck day and not listen to construction. Okay, what's wrong with this? I got to get on They this don't app. want noise or past like 8 p.m. at night. Okay, again, I'm with it. No. Like no. These people are crazy. Okay, you're not objecting to that? What are you bananas? Who wants someone drilling in their neighborhood at 9 p.m. at night? What I mean, get out of here. If you live next if someone wanted to open a club in your neighborhood, you'd that, have a that's fit. That's not I'm building a deck on a Sunday if that's the only day you can do it. Yeah, but you can wrap it up by 8 p.m. How much more time do you need? What are you starting at 3? I'm sorry you're hungover and you can't get out there till 3. That's not my issue. <laughs> wrap it up at 8. You know my weekends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. No, but these people, like, they could put, oh my God, did you see the kids, uh, you know, like playing on the playground rough and like, it's just insane. This it's, seems I'm telling like you, you would be running this app. It's pure like, entertainment. <laughs> no, I'm not a curmudgeon at home. Not at all. I'm like, whatever. Oh my God. People complain about it. People park and everyone loses and a dog or a cat. Is it NXT or is it NXT? Next NXT door. And next and you door. put in your oh like God, and you put in your like your zip code or and like area it... or yeah. Oh, I it's can't wait. It's so much fun. Okay, okay, it's, pure entertainment. Yeah, I'm gonna pure, go on and do that. Sit on the toilet, go through next door app, and you'll be happy.
Okay, brilliant. <laughs> All right, I got to run. Right, Patrick, we'll look for you on the MoCo Show, the right? MoCo Show. Okay, so MoCo Show. See, they, now we should have them as a guest on this we podcast. We will. We will. Yeah, have those guys talk about what they do. That'd be uh, good. That'd be great. All right, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Sounds great.